Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favour and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this After Lodge banter. Welcome to episode 226 of the After Lodge podcast. Those episode numbers are inching up slowly because we seem to be becoming a uh, every other week or just whenever the hell we can make it work podcast. This is After Lodge Parliament. Weekly. Joined as always by my partner in crime, and assistant worshipless producer Bruce. Good evening, gentlemen. The ineffable Sir John. Howdy doody. The surriest of all the sirs. Oh, he's a sir. Yeah. And uh got Jeff. Hey everybody. Who's not in a warehouse this time. Woohoo. And Scotty. From the block. Hello. He can associate with us because he's not a fuzz yet. Mm. Yeah. Soon. Or in a fez. Or that. Fuzz in a fez. John is in a fez, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, fellas, um, it's been, been a couple weeks since we were last together. I was uh, making my foray down in Dallas. Had this big thing planned, and then uh, our brother down there just decided that work was more important than our after lodge hangouts, and everything just kind of fell apart from there. But uh, well, it was all like, "I'm going to this lodge, and I'm going to bring this guy on the podcast, and do all these things." And then he was like, "Never mind, none of that yeah. happened." That was Something the. Like uh, I've been to a lot of stupid conferences and get-togethers and whatnot. Um, but as far as trips that I could have been just as well off for not making, this one may have taken the cake. <laughs> um, anyway, what did you guys uh, get up to while I was gone? Uh, John, are you, uh, are you still still involved in the wrong right? or? Uh, yes, I am still the wrong right and the right wrong or whatever. And uh, I... Uh filed my last level of appeal for the chicanery that has occurred and I don't I'm not holding my breath on that going anywhere but it'll make for an interesting grand session coming up in the end of June oh boy June grand session. I mean you had to you had to do it at least you want to uh, update everybody on your vocational news is that a thing oh yeah, that's really weird still. Uh, so today I finally put my application packet into the mail to the uh, Apostolic Joanna Church to join their seminary program. Hmm. Father so that, John. Right? 
Uh, it's a little concerning, isn't it? Yes. One <laughs> leading the blind, right? Well, you know, I, I seem to excel at that. So, but yeah, that's a that's a really weird for me. And uh, let me think. I just finally got my widow's son's vest officially given to me this past weekend. So. Nice. Yeah. How long have you been riding with them? Almost a year. <laughs> it takes that long to get drugged behind a motorcycle? No, it takes that long <laughs> for me to show up to a state of communication to actually get the vest. Oh. Because <laughs> I've been a member since last August. Y'all got to realize, too, that there's ice up there like 10 months out of the year. Yeah, up, so. Right? <laughs> yeah. It, 10 it, seems like an understatement. Cycle when it's like that. You got to wait a year. I don't know. Uh, Marshall had his annual Memorial Day cookout thing, and uh, his buddy from Canada was there. And he seems much less excited by moose than John does. So, <laughs> uh, he's an Ontario guy. But why you would come south in the summertime instead of in the wintertime is confusing to me. Yeah, well, you know. Marshall. Like, this is the only time of year that, you know, you could survive in Canada. I hear it's nice this time of year. Yeah. I mean, the, the right. first the first, uh, first bit of snow starting to thaw slowly. <laughs> Bears you would have. It was like 40 degrees here. Well, overnight it was like 30-something uh, yesterday, or the day before yesterday, and then today it's 83. That's in May? Hours. Yeah, oh yeah. Dude, it's, nice. in, the, it's in the low 90s uh, in Pennsylvania. It's not yeah. normally that high consistently no. this early in the year, though. It just feels We've like... We've had an abnormally but, weird May. Feels like it because of the because of the humidity. The yeah, humidity it has was, been. We like, in the jungle. So there is no worse feeling in the world than when you're trying to go to sleep and it's too hot to sleep. Oh God! <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. No, it's this is a horrible. I have a basement now, and it's glorious because it is it's always too hot in my room upstairs. So then I come down here. Sometimes, like right now, I have a space heater going because it's freezing down here. I brought a jacket just in case. I love it. <laughs> I wish it was freezing there. Right. Yep. So, uh, John? So, yeah, we had, this, we had this big video thing planned for tonight, and that didn't pan out. So. We're going to make it work next week. Well, I mean... When in after lodge history has pre-show text tech workout been a good idea? That, that yeah. made no sense. Right? But see, it's a great I don't idea know what though. You just said, but yes, it's a great you know, idea. It's got to put into action. We once used our thousand dollar soundboard to plug into my laptop and then record the show on the laptop's ambient mic. So, <laughs> yep, that's a that was a. That was an interesting one. 
well, we were trying to figure out why the show sounded so crummy. And then when we figured out what had happened, I turned out to be amazed that the ambient microphone on my laptop could produce that kind of quality. Because you could hear everybody. It was just... I mean, I think the worst part about that episode is you were a little louder than everybody else. Yeah. And it you could hear the fan kicking on. But it but it really grinds grinds the gears when you remember how much we not just money but time and hair pulling went into that soundboard <laughs> to find out you could just record without it. Good times. Um So I still haven't fixed my microphone. I keep meaning to do that and uh, keep not doing it. So I'm still on my ambient mic, but I mean, it's been getting us by the past few shows, so I may just keep doing it. Well, um, if anybody's interested, I actually, uh, I traveled out to Little Rock, Arkansas. Yeah, we're not interested. Well, the interesting thing is, is that I tried looking for a lodge out there. Not in Arkansas. They're clandies. All of them? We're concerned. There, I mean, there's only one Arkansas, so. Thank God for that. <laughs> Wait, so the Grand Lodge. Unless you count Mississippi. Do we not yeah, have like recognition it. with them? No, we do. Much to my chagrin, we do. Um. It's kind of like a six degrees of separation thing, though. Well, look, dude, I was out there with my in-laws. I needed an escape. So I was looking for a, a lodge nearby to see if they happened to meet on um, on a Thursday or a Friday. And uh, the one that he told me that, that did, it was a fellow craft degree, but it was like 30 miles away. And I wasn't about to drive that far. Just it's, it's it's probably for the best because they'd eventually find out that you've been sitting in lodge with, the, and then. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Oh well, they'll have to get over that. Would have been bad, yeah. So we've been saying that on the show for a long time, mm-hmm. and then we found out um, through our our show download stats that Arkansas is basically the only place on earth that's never downloaded this podcast. Literally in the state, not even once. We've got listeners in like Tajikistan, not Arkansas. Antarctica. <laughs> Legit in Antarctica? No, you got somebody VPN. We got uh, there's like one guy who pretty reliably listens in uh, in uh, Iran, but uh, that's probably nobody just in Arkansas. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, this just to their credit, they're um, even though you can't find anything on a Grand Lodge website or anything like that, their Facebook admin for the uh, Grand Lodge of uh, Arkansas responds pretty quick and is pretty polite. So <laughs> you can't find anybody on the Grand Lodge website because they keep kicking out their Grand Lodge officers. Is well, that what they run it? Is that the state that that's happening in? Yeah, that's uh, Hodap's blog. Could also be called the Arkansas. What's happening in Arkansas? Blog. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, you know, I was again. I was just trying to have an escape. But, I actually went down there on the way back uh, up to Pennsylvania. Uh, I stopped in a little place called Dyersburg, Tennessee, and my wife's grandfather 
Uh, he's a past master down there. He's pushing 90 now. And I got to take all my, like, uh, quote-unquote artifacts from my year's master and kind of show him all this different stuff. And and uh, one of the things that kind of honored me while I was there, he showed me his uh, his watch that his wife got him last Christmas. And it's a past master watch. It's gold. I think it's a Bolivia watch. Something it, or or as a citizen, it's really high dollar brand. And he told me, uh, he says, Hey, when I can't wear this anymore, it's going to you. And I said, well, I want you to hold on to it as long as you can. And he goes, Oh, don't worry. I will. But you're the only one qualified in our family to take it. And he has three sons, plenty of grandkids. That's, uh, that part's a little sad, but still honored. Well, that's that's cool. I mean, it does beg the question of how you mother, married into so much Southerners, but uh, I'm sure it's good. Yeah, um, my wife, people too. My wife's from Memphis, so. Oh, okay. That's not that far southern. No, no. Um. Uh. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll go back to Arkansas in the future. And uh, there's good brothers down there who will eventually salvage something from the ashes of what's left of masonry. Hasn't wasn't that like Kansas kind of like their Grand Lodge under the table said openly? I believe it's Oklahoma. If you form if you if you form a new Grand Lodge, we will back you. And it's like that's that's usually a bad sign. And yeah, but talk is cheap. Yes, that is true. We'll, we'll see what happens. We will see. Um, speaking of Prince Hall recognition, uh, John, I understand you've been stirring up the pot out on the Facebooks. I <laughs> have had nothing to do with this hornet's nest. <laughs> Amazingly, it was a post by Hodap, and then some dude just came out of the booth. <laughs> Yeah, I shared that, I shared that screenshot earlier. That was the first comment on Hodap's blog or his post on one of the Masonic groups that I don't follow anymore because I'm giving up on that kind of horse hockey. Um, Wait, Masonic so group or was this a? I'm confused about which which part of the horse hockey we we play a lot of hockey and don't ride many horses all over oh, the, the half the Masonic Facebook groups. I've just Oh, okay. Not interested anymore? Um, in fact, probably more like eighty percent. I don't know. I, I occasionally enjoy the Grumpy Past Masters group. Um, they have they have good memes. Yeah. The, so Hodap posts a story about uh, one of the lodges in Louisiana or the Grand Lodge of Louisiana. Somebody down there with the craft perch was able to get their hands on Albert Pike's CSA sword from when he was in the Confederate army. Um, and they bought it and then donated it to the house of the temple. And the hitch up was being the fact that it was a CSA sword. This dude lost his mind. Yeah, I think there's a uh, hang-up about what what the hell was Mr. Pike supposed to do? I mean, 
<clears throat> he he lived in the south. Like that's that was his country. Like yeah. what, what, what were you gonna like not fight and be a coward or go join yeah, the well, Union yeah. Army and be a traitor or like he was kind of a damn dude and if you don't kind of situation. Well, the guy, the guy blowing his stack was apparently a Mason. Again, it was a Masonic Facebook group, so who knows? Um, claimed to be one. AOC. Probably, yeah, probably international or PHO or whatever, but meh. And uh, he was, one, he was lumping all the white brothers together saying, oh, yeah, he eventually got to the point where it's like, yeah, you white guys. And it was like, ah, none of that shit. Um, but then his other argument was uh, he wanted to hear Jewish brothers on the feed stepping up to defend the Nazis. I mean, this guy was this guy's mentally effing What? Yeah. Mentally what? Ill. He is returned. Okay. I don't know. Like it's. A, I always have such a hard time in this situation because I can't imagine like how crazy I would be if I were him. Like I don't know. Maybe I'd be that crazy too, and maybe it would be justified. <coughs> like I don't think it's any of our places to say actually, except Harlan's. Of course, well, except Harlan renders judgment. Except we're. I mean, that, that's what we do when we hang around after lodge. Is we say all kinds of things about subjects that we're not qualified to speak on. It's kind of the core of our identity. Yeah. Not just on this podcast, but just like as Masons. That's <laughs> Any lodge whose doors don't close within five minutes of the gavel dropping are guilty of the same. You know, I, I don't think that... Uh... I don't think that the internet has been good for Freemasonry in this way. Like politics, the something good for society in this well, way. Well, <laughs> let me, let me, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like it's been bad for is, it in every way. The same politics has infiltrated almost everything, and misinformation is just ridiculous out there. And then the fake thing news. is, right? And what he just said, fake news. Uh, my thing is, <laughs> my my thing is, is that I don't want anybody like curating it and saying, you know, like not showing it to me because it could be fake. I want to be able to uh, discern it for myself. But this guy, they, I, I saw the screenshot. This guy doesn't seem to know how to research for himself. He just is holding on to anger for something that. Justifi justifiably so, that's a, a moment in time that you can be angry about, but then you have to look at the bigger picture. And, I don't know. I just I just feel like it's just a hate cycle. Yeah, that's uh, the internet feedback. Um, it, it, I was going to say it wasn't good, because it enabled us to connect with our brothers, who may be the creator made us not communicating with for a reason. <laughs> Maybe. Hey. Like, I can talk to these guys in Australia and then watch them creep John out. That's cool. Maybe not healthy, but cool. <laughs> Let's not get hasty. I wouldn't say creep out. 
Don, you've got Aussies asking to buy your t-shirts so they can sniff the pit stains. It's it's getting a little excessive. Yeah, see, I don't get any of those messages directly. I just get it through you guys. So Well, that's because I sell them. I mean, donate them. Uh, by the way, I need some more shirts. Yeah, duly noted. Bruce sent me some postage. <laughs> uh, uh, you too can buy this... your own worn John t-shirt <laughs> from the Afterlife oh, Tour. So y'all thinking about starting to um, reinstate God, John I, hashtag or something? I need to. No. I need to address him real quick. I don't. I don't do the whole postage thing, John. Uh, everybody at the post office, we get uh, stuff sent through for free. So just let me know when you want to mail it, and I'll give you my code for the day. <laughs> I could have used you before I mailed that envelope uh, off earlier today. I thought you were going to say that you get paid in postage. It, oh, it's no good to Canada. Well. You're dead to me. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to tape it to that goddamn moose in my backyard and slap it in the ass and let it run up there. America. <laughs> For those of you hey. not on the video feed, I'm waving my book of stamps at John. I'll fax them to you. How about that? Yeah. Thank you for your <laughs> service, Carla. Yeah. I had to get my own stamps because I... Uh, I normally just have somebody who takes care of mailing stuff for me, but then you're talking about a secretary. A couple days off, and I needed some stuff mailed, and I found myself helpless and not knowing what to do. And then eventually, I said, "Oh wait, I can just buy stamps and mail this myself." So I have patronized your employer, postal carriers of the world. And yeah, I don't know. I was going somewhere with that route, but then I remembered that you can't send milk with stamps. So, I mean, okay, you can. Yeah. It's not the preferred. Uh, no, you use your like, local neighborhood milkman. There you go. Well, that being said, uh, so John, I interrupted with... Scott like ten minutes ago. Sorry, Scott. It's all right, man. <laughs> hey, you needed to you needed to uh, defend your honor as a milk carrier. <laughs> uh, a... it... Yeah, honor. except I was actually I was. It was when I made the joke to John about how we get free postage. Right? Did you even listen? That was a really good joke, Scott. Come on, Nick. I mean, Scott. <laughs> For a reason. No, I was just trying to let you have your. Uh, I was just trying to have you let you have your moment. You don't even know what I said. Something, something. I got a code. I'll let you use it that day. Something. <laughs> blither, 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 blither. <laughs> so Bruce, I'm now none of you sure. all need to use my code. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that my my real dad was was a milkman. So was it you? <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say no on that one. No. Mm. Damn. <sighs> so wait, John, I'm thinking about we need to get like a t-shirt made up for you when you go to the grand session, and uh, it says like I did nothing wrong or something like that. Like straight up, just wear it over your uh, button-down suit. All right. That's a, I, you know. How about, uh, I just guess it says, you know, I refuse to suffer fools. 
I don't know. And write it in Latin. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> So, Bruce, you were saying something, but uh, you have the sound quality that Jeff normally has. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I said you were typing super loud. Oh, sorry. Uh, that's that ambient microphone problem. I've got to figure something out. So, uh, my daughter had her birthday on Memorial Day. Some of you will recall how desperately she wanted to see the Hamilton musical. Yeah, we talked about that on previous episodes about how that's stupid. I'm not going to pay that much money to take a five year old to Hamilton. You did. Uh, the the latest part I am taking my five year old to see Hamilton. So, <laughs> fatherhood. Yay. Are you um, excited about seeing Hamilton, though? I feel like your five year old appreciated it more than pretty much any other five year old would. Yes, no, she will. I'm, uh, I'm excited about it as well. We're thinking about getting family t-shirts because her mother and I are going with her and we can have her uh, Team Federalist shirt with Hamilton's face on it and my uh, Team Democratic Republican shirt with Thomas Jefferson and then my wife can have hashtag God Save King George with King George Um, because that seems to be where the family political lines are drawn. Wait a minute. I'm a little confused on that. What? So you, what, what you're telling me is, is that your your wife is a um, it thinks we should reunite with the crown, or is that just with the show? My my wife's my wife's a Democrat. She's in love with authority and the state and all of that jazz. So <laughs> that's it, King George. Right. Oh, okay. Well, I, I understand. Yet she's married to you. Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? Yeah. I ask myself that every morning. I wake up. It's a little bizarre, <laughs> actually. Um, yeah. Well, also, like, in the musical, she's a big fan of all the King George parts, which are quite funny. If you've never listened to Hamilton, I encourage you to do so. You can uh, catch the audio on YouTube. No video, though. you got to pay the ridiculous ticket fees to go see it in person. I just know that the same guy that wrote Hamilton wrote Moana's You're Welcome, and I love that that song. So Yeah, you know, my kids do too. Um, and my wife. They, they all sing it all the time. Somebody will say thank you, and then one of them just bursts into that song. Yeah. Keeps my, my two-year-old level. For my wife, somebody it. forgets to say thank you, and then she just starts singing the song to embarrass them. Because that's uh, shame parenting is a uh, a Jewish staple, <laughs> right? Right, Jeff, you're missing out. It's there. very effective. Moana's uh, way better than Frozen. I don't really care about Frozen either. Mother, that's a shame. Sorry, I I'm an adult male. I don't really care that much about Disney movies. <laughs> how how old's Let your daughter go, now? Jeff. Let it go. I don't have a daughter. Wait. Awkward. For some reason I thought you yeah. did. No. His wife oh. no, Scott. Will you stop? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him to let it go, Harlan. Awkward. He should be prepared. Uh. <laughs> well, I know you have a you got a kid, don't you? Yes, I have a son. 
My bad. It's not like I come over and hang out, dude. Sorry. You live right over there, though. Yeah. Like, right, 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 right there from you. If I'm Scotty from the block, you're Jeff from around the corner. How come you guys never record together? Uh, think about it. <laughs> I only have one microphone. I didn't stop. Uh, yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> Stay. Yeah, we, we can see that. Like that one time. See that face, Scott. This this yeah. face. The the, the no. face you made. Yeah, you need to work on that beard, man. I do. It may be the going away soon. Week. You don't know. You don't know, do you? Is that how I'm going to know that you're working yeah. for the feds? Probably so. And then my Facebook will disappear as well. Why? Because I don't need that drama. Dude, just do do it like what everybody else does. Just change it, change it to your first and middle name, and leave it like that. He doesn't want all of Harlan's sock accounts berating his Facebook page with <laughs> pictures of like dead rats. <laughs> so I saw. Um, speaking of Facebook, I saw on there that there is a state that has the their sh- a shrine. And the Knights of Columbus actually like do something together every year. I think they call it the Brotherhood Banquet. And that was really confusing for me at first because of the um <laughs> the guzzle and guilt. What? Well it, no. Well because of the, the Vatican standing on Freemasonry. So oh. you heard it you heard it here first. Shriners have abandoned Masonry. Oh shit! I mean, it's not like they were at church. They were, you know. Yeah, the Vatican. They 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 don't want Freemasons to be Catholics, but that doesn't mean you can't like know Freemasons. Yeah, you just can't share communion with them, Scott. Exactly. Right. Because they technically can't. We technically can't have it. Exactly. How does it feel to be friends with like your buddy and like you just say like hey I like you it really sucks that you're gonna burn in hellfire for all of eternity? <laughs> Wasn't that kind of like with all religion though? Like, like Harlan yeah. and I, for example, a, I'm a Harlan. Christian. You're I'm a Jew. Why don't you tell me? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's my point. He's like, no. You know, we can be no, friends. No. You're wrong. I'm gonna die in hellfire, but <laughs> there's, there's no there's no hellfire in in, in my barn. I know but, there's not. Uh, that's a that is a distinctly Roman thing. Yeah, right. Uh, in fact, yeah, I, I don't. I should know this, and I don't. But I don't believe that Islam has that either, nor the Eastern religions for the Hindu, it, Islam the Native Americans, or oh, Islam. Islam. Islam has a variant of it, but it's not nearly as bad as ours. They're supposed yeah, well, to walk on a like. They have to walk with all their sins on their back, and if they fall off the cliff, then they're they're then they're in hell or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, well, a variant to the Egyptian one. Have like a dozen different hells. <laughs> John, John's, I need to I need to rent a, a fifty-three foot trailer for my purgatory journal. Yeah. Can I buy I the indulgences? Wait, you're the apostolics don't have indulgences. Never mind. Yeah, but you know, it, it was it always kind of weird to me because like I know some Masons that are also in KFC. Yes, the chaplain yeah, at my other lodge 
is a KOC, and it <laughs> my head every time. I dude, the um, uh, one of my buddies, um, I'm not gonna. His name's Terry, and he is the treasurer of his KFC. Um, what do they call them? Chapters or councils? You are saying KOC, right? Because it totally sounds like KFC on my. <laughs> I'm saying of same thing. OS. somewhere the. The, the one side where the feathers, the other Okay, you're saying of. Okay. Yeah, that's... of. My bad. Knights of Columbus. I'm saying of. It's either a uh, council or a. Um, what, what was it? They're called chapters. Or chapters. Know. Yeah. So he's. So that's why he's not at my lodge because he's the treasurer there and they meet on the same night. Hmm. You know, at least the Holy Rollers and the. The KOCs are, uh, they're beyond this brothers not drinking together thing, so. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, try and get them there at the Blue Lodge and put a six-pack on the kitchen counter. And, Stop with uh, your heresy, Scott. Yeah, I know. Masons don't drink alcohol. Of We're course. We're good Baptists. Always bring t- uh, two Baptists with you, not just one on your fishing trip. Oh, God. Dear ass, what's the punchline? Because if you bring one, he'll drink all your beer. Yeah. Huh. I, love, uh, <laughs> I love Tony when he was the chaplain, and we, we had some new guys, and one of them was a big Baptist guy, and he was... All right. Well, the only real difference between me and you is, like, I go into the liquor store through the front door and say hello to everybody. <laughs> just, oh, that's bad. He's like, when I go to the boat, I just go to the boat. The casino on the Potomac. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> and, and nobody looked that up. <laughs> No, it's a it's a it's a mob setup. You you don't want to go there. It's one of those things where they moored it in international water, so you can do all the things that are illegal. So the Illuminati. Go on. That, that was a real thing. I saw that on that. Uh, so one of my, I can't call it a favorite show, but I end up watching it all the time. Is that What on Earth show on the Science Channel with like the weird satellite photos, and they're like, "What in the world is this?" So one of them was this this oil tanker that's like sunk in the Atlantic but sticking out and turned out that the mob had bought that back during Prohibition and they had anchored it there and they were operating this brothel casino drug house thing where you could like take a ride out to this boat and just do all the things that were illegal. And then, uh, of course, God washed it up with a nice set of storms and it sank. But it was a cool idea and I wonder why we don't have that now. Oh, it exists. It's just that you have to be in the know to You gotta know. be a finer, of course. Right, 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 right. KOC. Right. I don't know which one. The KOC does have a bar. I've been there. Yeah. He, oh, man. Mm-hmm. They, their bar... The one I've been to, and it wasn't a meeting, it was, I was there for a party. Uh, I, their bar, you have one that faces the cafeteria, 
and you just walk around the wall, and then it's in the meeting room. In the meeting room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, put it. So, John, which which one of those groups would I be most likely to not get blackballed from the Shriners or the KOC? Um. Well, from my experience as a former uh, KC, um, as long as you bring money, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, so that sounds a lot like the Shriners. That's some some irony I could get behind, though. Like, if I went on my continued stance of not joining the commandery because of my objections, but I'm a member of the KOC, that's that's some good Harlan quality irony right there. I I may have to call up the local KOC just, just for that. I'll get you in touch with Terry. Yeah. Don't forget, well, you can uh, you can join the other two bodies of the York Right without joining the commander. Yeah, I know, but I'm lazy. <laughs> but if you're not going to go all the way, then what's the point? And that's I what she said. Didn't join commander. Yeah, hey, oh. <laughs> there's there's no each body stands on its own. You don't like it's it's not like you're becoming an EA and then just stopping there. You're the story of each body is its own. So yeah, but in there yeah, at least in the first two. Because no, according there's to not. this poster with these stairs. Yeah, I see that poster. There's a ranking up there, and at the very, very top, it's not the other two. I went so, up the left side. Right. There's a lot of little right stairs side. there. Yeah, whichever side is the correct side. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna be busy. I gotta join the freaking Lions Club. I'm not. What do they even that. do? You know, I don't know, they, but they, I talked about this on the last one. It's a really big deal here, like this neighborhood that I moved to. Like, it's a, it's a big deal. It was kind of like this thing nobody really knew about in after Lodge Town, but out here, if you want to be anybody in, in the community, uh, apparently that's where you go. So, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Mercenary motives, I get it. <laughs> Well, at least it's with the Lions. I mean, yeah, I mean that's kind of what they're for. They're, I thought they were like just another version of the Rotary, but then I said that to one of them, and then I got smacked, and now I'm, yeah, I'm confused. Um, Wait, they're not just another version of the Rotary? I don't know, but I thought they were all variations of the Elks and Oddfellows, but <laughs> apparently the Elks and Oddfellows aren't related either, so. See, this is gonna this is gonna sound really, really, really bad, but I like the Don't male exclusiveness <laughs> to Freemasonry. Other than, of course, you know the the female uh, Eastern Star and whatnot. But like going to lodge, it's like guys' night, you know. Like I'm in a house, I'm in a house with my wife, my daughter, and my female dog. Like I don't get to hang out with dudes, and to me. <clears throat> Having lodge night is guy night. It's a your bro, bro night. The uncomfortable way of expressing it, but I, <laughs> I hear your sentiment. Well, you know, I didn't want to. You know, it's it's, it's uh, weird here. It's difficult. Yeah. No, it's difficult to explain because, like, I act a whole lot different 
around, say, my wife and kid than I do just around my brothers. We know. I know you know. But and she don't listen to the show like your wife does. So but, throw all those homosexual overtones when you're with the wife. Well, no. <laughs> the, th- the thing is, no. Let's let's just look at it this way. Whenever we have like a family night or something going, an event where the family comes, it's really and tough. Yes. Yeah, it's really tough for me to divide my attention to my wife and kid, who who's two, almost three, and then. My kid, not my wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really tough to divide my attention between that and helping the older brothers out with stuff or setting up, breaking down, cooking, cleaning, whatever I'm asked to do. And if I'm just there for a regular night, I'm free to bounce around wherever I need to go. And I don't feel that tug. I understand. I hate family nights, but mostly I hate it because then Lodge is over. And then everyone's gone because yeah, they all have the carpool, and then their wives are like, "Yeah, quit your yakking and let's go home." And then no, you all just yeah, need what you're to talking vote. about. Uh, Scott's not an issue for me. It's like okay, it's I'm gonna go help. Okay, yeah. and then yeah, it's 10 p.m. and then I'm sitting alone in the dining room with my coffee, staring at the wall. Well, your wife did take you away when I when I was uh, I came out to your uh, party with the uh, Prince Hall brothers, a cookout out there at. Uh, oh yes, Josh's. yes, yes. That's you had, family you were, events, man. That's what happens. It's ridiculous. But so, uh, I so in a way, I guess you know uh, it's not a homosexual undertone overtone. No, 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 that's not. I was talking about the feather boa. Oh, you know, that's that 99th Illuminati degree. Yeah. Well, I, I've got my fishnets in the 98th, so I'm catching up. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> um, <sighs> Tony, Tony always tells, like, the old ladies in the community, because, you know, he's a politician and talks to a lot of old ladies they're like, what is that masonry thing? And he talks about wearing aprons. It somehow leaves them with the impression that that's like all we wear. <laughs> well, if anybody's so, going to do that, that would be Tony to leave them with that impression. It would be Tony. Um, sometimes he jokes about it, except it's Tony. And so then you're like, oh, God, please, please don't come in here. I just had that mental picture, he guys. Said, yes. Mm. God, I, uh, say what you want about him. Shame is not a... Uh, not a no. thing he has for himself. That's true. Scott, you've never had the pleasure of a Tony hole, but maybe maybe <laughs> one day. <laughs> a Tony what? Oh, yeah. A Tony, I asked, hole. a Tony hole. I asked, oh, God. <laughs> uh, I asked the wife about a, a repeat outing like what we did last year um, where the Tony hole was discovered. Uh, see, when you're out on the lake... And you've got a really big floating apparatus, in our case, a, like, 14-foot peacock. I remember seeing that. And everybody <laughs> jumps on it, and it's all fun and games until Tony then jumps on it, too. And then it kind of becomes, like, a gravity well. Mm-hmm. And nobody can get out of it. <laughs> it's a Tony hole. A black hole, but with Tony. Everyone um, falls into Tony. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. So, a lot of togetherness. Um, 
no, I'd like to do an outing like that again. Um, but I had to, so this outing worked the last time because we didn't plan it. Like all of our spouses and significant others kind of conspired behind our backs to do it. So I'm trying to get her to do it again. Cause if we try to plan something, it'll never happen. But when our wives decide they want to do it, then, then it happens. So y'all's lodge is different. Y'all got a lot of guys about the same age. Like, not about are, the same age. Bruce is like 50. Yeah, that's true. He's getting old. Yeah. Your, your lodge is a bunch of old guys, and then you and Steve. Well, no. Um, uh, Darren is uh, throwing a 4th of July party. I don't know who that is. Darren, he's our, uh, he's our junior warden this year. Big, stocky guy, former Marine. Um, drives a Mustang. I don't know. Trying to throw out more descriptives without being too uh, descriptive. Yeah, I feel like you know him, Jeff. Do what? I feel like you know him. I've probably met him at some point, but yeah. But uh, he's throwing a Fourth of July party, and we're gonna have a meetup there, I believe. I've invited you guys to a super secret Facebook group, but. Not a lot of you have accepted, Harlan. Scott, you uh, invite me to July. Facebook groups like daily. Yeah. <laughs> so not super secret ones that I created. Point one well, is I don't know I, those are. I never get on Facebook to to see these things. And point B is that uh, the Fourth of July is not really a good time to try to get in touch with anybody from the After Lodge Lodge. No. Harlan only gets um, on Facebook to post sappy pictures with his kids. I don't do that. My wife does that. Mm. Wait. You're no, okay. sometimes I do do that. Never mind. Oh. Yeah. You're both in this group. See? Asshole. You are. They're going to make me open the Facebook, and then my wife's going to see I'm on the Facebook, and then she's going to start sending me stuff I should look at, and... And I'm going to go in the black hole. Oh, oh, was a one-time thing. My memories. Yay. All right. Um, I have friend requests. I got to answer. I, I don't I don't know these people. Why do people have to Hey, you went on Facebook. Uh, oh. <laughs> I see the group. You just did this like one minute ago. I just invited you again a minute ago. I see. Do you I see, see the mission statement? Scott, you can't say stuff like that. I just did. For Pete's sakes. Uh, is John in this group? Uh, John Witch. The only John that matters. <laughs> Does his last name start with a C? John Adams. N- no. <laughs> Come on, everybody loves a, loves a Federalist. So... <laughs> No, uh, our our good friend and oh, buddy after this, lodge, John. 
Oh, this John. Yeah, he's in here. Okay, good. Oh, I also see the past grant has been. Dang, you're recruiting all the important people. Look at this. You got, you got, you got Bruce, Jeff. It's a rough start. <laughs> well, the thing what? is, is that I feel like we need it. We need a group like this so that we can. Um... Christopher Walken. Yep, he's in here. Dang. I'm with the cool kids now. Yeah. So I feel like we need this this sort of group so that we can kind of plan across lodge, across degree for second, third, just to do stuff outside of lodge. And potentially bring in new people just from seeing the good time we're having. Uh, that's that's my idea, and that way too. When you got multiple people there, multiple lodges there that are represented, they can have their pick of whichever lodge they want to go check out or whatever. That's just so, crazy enough to work. I'll be back in one second, lads. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I don't care. You know, if there was a if there was a new guy coming in saying that. Uh, Hey, uh, I'm looking to join. You know, you guys seem pretty cool. Blah blah blah. Um, or you bring a friend with you from work or whatever. They say, uh, "Well, I'm looking to join a lodge, but uh, I don't know which one of y'all's lodge to join." I personally don't care as long as they join a lodge. You know, that's you say that as a guy from a lodge with full coffers. Yep. Yep. Right. Overly yeah. full coffers, like could support other lodges. By the way, guys, uh, there's a lot of benefits to uh, being absorbed by my lodge. No, there's not. Yes, there are. My I know enough people from whore, your lodge to know. Do what'd you say, Harlan? If you're a whore, <laughs> well, if your building's falling apart <laughs> and your back door don't open, hey. <laughs> hey. back door That's only going to matter in an emergency. Exit only. Exit only. Didn't your didn't your lodge flood at some point recently? No, no. Well, see, Our we also reflection did, but oh, there it is. That was a separate structure. Well, see, we even have uh, all that land back behind us too to fall back on in case of emergencies. If we do fall into um, uh, slim times oh. we can sell that off and uh, exist for another 50 years or so because we've been we've been offered I heard 5 million to a developer no that's what really? I was told money, yeah. money can't yeah. buy after lodge I wouldn't want to I would not want yeah, to change it. you guys for the world don't really no, they, the guy the guys that want to go home at, at by eight thirty would they they'd rather uh they would much rather just not deal with us at all look, um, I mean, you know my lodge meets on a Thursday, y'all meet on a Saturday. It's easier for me to say if if I had lodge every Saturday, it'd be easier for me to say, hey honey, i'm going going to lodge. I do not know when I'll be home. It's a Saturday night. 
you know. But Thursday, I got to get up in the morning. Yeah, which is why your lodge should not meet on Thursday. Yeah. Well, we before we merged, Probably. my other lodge met on Fridays, which I did not mind at all. Wait, isn't that one of the reasons you all merged is because you couldn't get enough people to come because it was on Friday? The reason why that they weren't coming, which I that found was what out. That told me. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Uh, the reason why we couldn't get the members of my lodge to show up on Fridays is because they were all going to the shrine for dinner. <laughs> Friday nights. Ah. There is no way that piece of land you all sit on is big enough to warrant five million. So, Have you been over that hill back there? I'm looking the, uh, at it on a map. It's just, it's. The only reason we get to have After Lodge Bruce, who drives like 35 minutes from his home to be with us is because we meet on the correct day of the week. Hey, no, I'm not True. knocking that. I'm I'm not knocking that at all. But we all work for six days and then we receive our wages on the seventh. Our corn, oh. wine, and stale coffee. <laughs> An oral. Yeah. But yeah. Um but yeah, it's one of those things where uh you know, I just, I don't, I don't think that in five to ten years, our current setup is going to be the same. And that's going to be to attrition. Well, if you need to merge with a, uh, with another lodge, got you, uh, you just give us a call. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, as long as we get naming rights. But we will be uh, the no. <laughs> We will be the consumer. How hard do you think it would be to actually open a lodge called After Lodge Lodge? Uh, I don't. Depends know on who about, knows what we are. I don't know about calling it that, but um, and just start a new lodge and we just yeah. call it that. That wouldn't be I hard mean, at all. Starting a new lodge has been a uh, conversation I bring up frequently. It's well not impossible unless, uh, well, I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole again. Um, there was, thank you, wife. My wife brings me ice cream, and then you ask why I'm fat. Um, I don't care. Go on. So, <laughs> you can be fat and jolly all you like. So my uh, traditional observance lodge, my other lodge, uh, before we just basically assumed a, a old yeller type lodge that would rather us take it over than give all their stuff to the Grand Lodge. Right. Um, we were attempting to start a lodge, and we found resistance at every level of, uh, I'll call it the establishment, because, you know, there's too many lodges and blah, 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 and we're not going to do that, and everybody has to demit from their mother lodge, and a lot of us were officers in our lodges, so we couldn't make it happen. Then... Um, there was a different new lodge effort that was started in connection with the Masonic villages. Yeah. And uh, that one sailed right through with the establishment blessing and all the good publicity and handholding. And nobody had to admit from their lodge. That was a mistaken interpretation of the rules. Um, and then it got off the grounds. Look at split. So it's a kind of a sore subject with me. Yeah, but is that lodge actually doing well? Yeah, they're doing all right. I've been out there a few times. Actually, I was just there last month to do another Master Mason degree. 
They meet too early. They yeah. do. There many old oh, people. At five? But it's the lodge yes. with the villages with all the old people. And so they have dinner at like 2.30 and then open lodge uh, at food or some crap. I went there for table lodge uh, last year. And um, uh, I did my prohibition and Freemasonry talk there. So they liked it. But I did my prohibition Freemasonry talk with you guys, and there was legitimately an error in my presentation, and none of you caught it. And it took an old old dude to caught it to catch it. I caught it. Did you? What was it? I don't remember, but I'm sure I caught it. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so I had put a quote in there from, I believe it was. FDR? What was it? Hold on, I'll, I'll find out. But basically, I, I had a president up there. It was the wrong president. That was a Mason. Yeah, but like... Oh, yeah. I, most I presidential that. quotes are messed up anyway. Yeah, he signed an executive order and said, um, now's a really good time for a beer. Or a drink. Hmm. Hmm. I got nothing. Uh. Was it Donald Trump? Theodore Roosevelt. I was close. Very, very close. Did you say Donald Trump? Yeah. Oh, no. He's a teetotaler. He didn't drink. Well, he probably... Well... <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Franklin D. Roosevelt said, uh, "I'm going to be a good and peaceable citizen and shut my mouth." <laughs> he came out. Of, FDR came out against prohibition. That's what it. It was FDR, and I thought it was a picture in FDR. There, and um, no, it was probably Coolidge. it was. No, I had a picture of Truman up. You will pay proper respects oh, to the civil Wasn't magistrate. Truman a Mason too? So yeah, you yeah, at least got that. Wonder where that part of the master's obligation is when Obama was in office with the <laughs> uh, paying proper homage to the civil magistrates. Hmm. Hmm. Wonder. Anyway. Good times. There's no hypocrisy in masonry. None whatsoever. We are above that. Ancient Masonic tradition says yes. <laughs> oh, I'm dying over here. Wait, wait. Soaking on ice cream. I have a very weak gag reflex. <laughs> so, I'm really laying on the homoerotic humor this evening. Probably tone it yeah, back. Do you have something you need to tell us? Not that you don't already know. So it's cool. We're not in Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I'm uh no, I got nothing. So Scott, we uh we're glad that uh that we did this Masonic theater thing this evening and uh it was awesome. Um, we well, dead air full of randomness. 
worked really well. We'll work on it. Uh, we'll, we have the technology. We just have to implement it. So, dear audience, believe it or not, most episodes of the After Lodge podcast start with a very solid plan, which then goes out the door before we start recording, and then you get what you get. a stretch. You get what you get. Um, you get what you pay for might be a better way of saying it. Yes, that would be the best way of saying it. You get what you pay for. So if you want something better, um, well, I was going to say give us money, but then people might actually do that. Um, Fuck. I don't want you to do that. Not because I don't want the money. God, I don't want to keep my mouth shut on that one, too. (laughs) I don't want to feel obligated to deliver quality content. (laughs) <laughs> like a whole level of pressure that we just don't need in our lives. It'd be like having After Lodge and like having scripted. Ugh. Which, Bro, yeah. If we just afforded After Lodge, that would be uh, that would be a good show. So that hasn't been done in a long time. To record after Lodge? Yeah. No, 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 no. I don't mean for this show after a meeting. I'm talking about record our actual no, after no, Lodge. No, 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 no. We we can't. Oh God, we can't have half of that on record anywhere. <laughs> I mean, like a sick. We we would just have to take an hour and a half. From the six hours of material. My wife listens to this show. He's got a point. Uh, we could put together hey, well, an hour and a half worth of two hours working stuff. Mainly talk about concrete and propane and other random jobs. Commodities are an important investment. Also, I hope nobody's holding soybean futures at the moment. Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. They're down like 80% or something like that. Um, ask me how I know sometime. Uh, you talk about you other stuff lost. besides random jobs. Sometimes well, we, uh, it, always, it always devolves into politics. Primarily sometimes we talk about politics. Paint? Usually we make fun of my younger brother and his much younger girlfriend. Um, sometimes Tony's there and then we talk about propane. Damn it, Bruce. Y'all, Harlan is making this sound really boring. Normally After Lodge is a pleasant experience. <laughs> yeah, this this is kind of mental. <laughs> He's too busy with his ice cream to actually give it the flavor right. he needs. What kind of ice cream are you at describing things? Is it butter pecan? It better be butter pecan. No, it's um. Well, I guess there's bits of Reese's in here. Calm down. <laughs> Who's blowing up the? What? Scotty. Oh. Yeah. No one here knows how to mute their phone. If you want to end the show, you could just say uh, there's nothing else to say here. Which was also true like an hour ago. <laughs> and I'm just saying. All right, fine. 
Does anybody else have anything to bring before this after lodge libation? Before I press the stop broadcast button. Nah, I know I'll have more here in a week or two when things start getting really thick and be far more animated and ready to fire yeah. some cylinders. It's a good story. Because I'm sure it's just going to get dumber and dumber in the, as our ramp up to our grand commander session is happening. I look forward to that. Should be different. Should be interesting. It's going to be entertaining. Anyone else? Anyone else? Um, I see. Nobody's going to say anything, and this is the part where you guys expect me to just do this really clever outro thing for the 226th time. It hasn't been clever since the first time. You know what? (laughs) You know what? This this is the 226th time that I say no. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>